In studio in the stress list today, it's Eric King. He's city manager for City of Bend. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty well. Good to Thank see you. I've got some nice uh, weather for us right now. Oh, Due to change it. this weekend. Yes, love it. Um, all right, so at the meeting last night, uh, the Caraway Master Plan, that got, it was second reading, so is that approved now? Yeah, it's, it's approved. It's a master plan on the north end of town, kind of really... Uh, between Highway 20 and 97, that we call it the Golden Triangle, uh, is that area. Um, it, uh, it was approved, uh, we talked about it with council a few weeks ago, but yeah, we have a, a process where we have to have two readings when we do ordinance changes or changes to our development code. So anyways, it's a mixed-use plan. It's got uh, all types of housing, uh, all the range from, uh, range from affordable housing, uh, single-family to you know, multifamily housing, also commercial industrial land as well um, really is what we call a complete community is this the costco area too no it's just to the uh um, east of the costco area oh interesting okay yeah. so we've yep. got two major developments planned for that area yes yeah the one what we call it gateway is the oh, okay. gateway and uh caraway are right next to each other on that north end gateway and caraway yeah okay, yeah so we'll have to We'll have to learn these names. Yeah, and it was all part of our Urban Growth Boundary expansion in 2016. So um, we really we have multiple areas all around the city uh, that were part of that expansion. Uh, we've got only a couple, a handful left uh, to be developed. Once those are developed, that's what's the next step regarding UGB? So uh, we have, we've just completed, or we're in the process of completing a needs analysis for what 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 was our land need for both jobs and housing over the next 20 years. Um, so that work is, is uh, sort of ongoing. We're in the, in the process of developing an economic opportunity analysis, which will determine how much uh, land is needed. And then we evaluate what do we have inside our current urban growth boundary and what our needs are. And, and that demonstrates some need for an expansion. Uh, but in terms of where uh, that might be, that's still yet to come. That'll, that'll be over the next couple of years. And, and, and then in the meantime, we have uh, expanded the urban growth boundary for Stevens Ranch. Uh, that's going through its process right now. Actually, just went to the county a few weeks ago, went to the city. You know, anytime we are expanding the urban growth boundary, both city and county have to act on it. Um, and then we're doing some planning work uh, to make sure the transportation, water, sewer systems all work for that expansion. It's about 240 acres in Southeast Bend. Who makes the decisions when you present a UGB plan to the state? Um, well, th this the uh, Land Conservation Development Commission. So it's a commission that's appointed by the governor, uh, provides oversight for... Um, requests for urban growth boundary expansion. So uh, as, you're, as you said, they all go up through the state, but then there's also a local process where uh, both, in, uh, in our case, both the city and the county need to approve it as well. Yeah, this was the, if I'm remembering right, this was the Tom McCall dream of basically every city is in its own bubble. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all mm -hmm. snow globes. Mm -hmm. And they want to keep them that way. Um, okay, so let's move on to uh, money that got, uh, I'm thinking, approved for spending last night. Several different ones. First of all, art in public places, $110,000. Yeah, so there, there's a, uh, our own local requirement uh, that was put in place in 2007. Uh, that, and it's, it, it mirrors much of what the state and other public agencies have across the state were, uh, as a way to ensure that we're investing in art when we develop public facilities. Um, so 1% of whatever is being expended has been reserved for art. Uh, we just haven't built any new facilities since that ordinance was enacted in 2007. So this is the first time that we've used it. Um, and uh, Art in Public Places, which is a nonprofit organization, the, there was a contract last night to, to be approved for, for that organization to take the lead in 
uh, the art installation, uh, outreach and education to ensure that it, um, you know, it, it is, uh, it's being done, you know, in, in accordance with our process. So like roundabout art, for example, art in public places manages that. Now that is not funded by the city, just to always be clear, that's done through a, a, the Ben Foundation. Um, but they have a process that's in code in terms of how art gets selected and that community is involved and all of that. So we're just using that organization to help us comply with our own code and meeting this 1% uh, for art requirement. Okay, and then, so if we want to find out, want to find out where that money is going to go and what it's going to be spent on. It's, yeah, it's a public, our public works campus, which is being developed on at Juniper Ridge. It's land that the city already owns. Um, so we, right now we have staff scattered in three different facilities uh, throughout town. We're leasing some space. It's not very efficient. Uh, so we're moving everybody into one location um, and disposing of those properties to help fund uh, this facility, um, and uh, it, it'll just create a huge opportunity for also better service delivery. Um, so that's it, we broke ground just a, a few uh, months ago. Um, we'll, we plan to move into that facility into 2025. And so again, this is just the one percent uh, that's uh, required in our code that to dedicate to art. And we really want to have that art be public facing. So it's art that would be incorporated into like the fencing for the, for example. Uh, we have to have a fence along the facility along Cooley Road, and so we will incorporate art in that. Okay. Um, another was an agreement with Carlson Testing, $303,000 for special inspections and testing for the Public Works Campus? Yeah, so it's another uh, state requirement of ensuring that when you're building public buildings, you're doing lots of in, in additional testing, uh, soil testing, things like that. So this is specialized work that uh, Carlson will be doing for us. And a story we had earlier this week was on a uh, new tricked-out van, a uh, closed-circuit TV van, that is used for utility work. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So uh, we we do operate in our operations and maintenance functions. We TV we send a TV camera down our sewer pipes to when there's clogged issue, you know, clogs or uh, uh, pipes that are needing repair, etc. So that van is more than just a van. There's a whole bunch of equipment in that van that help us uh, do some of that underground work that people don't sort of see but really do need to appreciate because I don't think anybody wants a failed sewer pipe. Um, uh, so it helps us keep up with our, our, our maintenance. Somehow I went from tricked up van to the sewers and it just <laughs> kind of lost its shine there just yeah, for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, the city of Bend is requesting $10 million from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. Can you speak to that? Yeah, so as part of you know our ongoing kind of housing crisis, we're always looking uh, for all strategies of um, in, in removing barriers to get more housing on the ground, to lower those prices. And this is a grant that's uh, offered by HUD. So we had a public hearing last night. It's a requirement of the grant um, and outlined uh, to council what we would spend the funds on, which include everything from infrastructure to help housing get built to uh, doing some work internally to make sure the process is uh, streamlined to um, you know, ensuring that the community has tools. If you just want to build an ADU in your your uh, on your property or add a unit because you, you want to bring in a, a relative or something, making that process really easy. So it was a whole uh, the whole vision was 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 outlined, and we'll we'll submit the grant at the end of the month and hope to hear back uh, early next year if if we're successful or not. Well, it sounds like good news coming our way. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Um, in Portland, in Beaverton, actually, there was a city council meeting there that was disrupted by calls that uh, used racial slurs. Uh, ethnic slurs, gender slurs, uh, language, and just had to be cut off and cut off and cut off. I understand that this also happened 
at a Bend City Council meeting recently. It did. Uh, about a month or so ago, we had something similar, and it was somewhat suspicious. Uh, I think the the, the the nature of the call and what was being said, uh, and similar to Beaverton, I think some suspicion around was it was it bots was it bots that have done this. Um, you know, as we've moved to a hybrid meeting environment, so we not only have you know meeting in person, but we have the opportunity for folks to comment uh, remotely, so they can just call in, you know, Zoom call. So that just adds another dimension of complexity. And for uh, things like this, where you get folks calling in. Um, we've had some of other meetings, public meetings, that were we've had disruption, um, you know, or obscenities kind of thrown at you, and it's just it's really hard. It's easier it's easier to do that in this remote you know environment than in person now. So it's just some added extra uh, dynamics that we've got to contend with and manage through. Are there any efforts to try to track this down? We you know we've tried a lot of times the uh, these callers use these addresses that are that are they're good at this and so it's hard to find the source of them but we do follow up when we have instances like this um, but it, it's really difficult yeah you know? yeah I, I get emails sent to me from my own address and they're yeah. not very nice yeah so <laughs> all right Eric King city manager city of Bend. Thanks for being here today. Oh, always, always a pleasure to be here. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.